If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. Jim Diodati, Mayor of Niagara Falls, is with us now. Jim, thanks for the time. Hope you're well. I'm well, and thanks for having me, Scott. So this is interesting, Jim, because, you know, uh, one-time casinos and destinations such as yours and your towns, uh, obviously, uh, they go hand-in-hand. And then it was seemed everybody kind of wanted a casino, and then that kind of died off. But now it seems to be coming back with Toronto. What are your concerns here? Well, the the biggest concern is that we just seem to want to keep cutting the pie into smaller pieces, and, and it's going to impact the outlying casinos like Rama and Windsor and, and Niagara Falls. We've done some preliminary calculations and we figure the new updated, upgraded major investment uh, that they're putting into the casino in the GTA is going to probably peel away 20, 25% right off the top. And, and I mean, I've always said you have to play to your strengths. And Toronto's strength is they have millions of people living right there. So if it's a matter of convenience, we're not going to beat them. Uh, if it's a matter of destination, then Niagara Falls would win out because we're an international, iconic location known around the world. So my suggestion has been, and I've suggested this to the province, and, and I've said that I think we need to look at the model. It's changed a lot since casinos started in Ontario, and yeah. we have to focus on the international, specific the U.S. market, and look to grow the pie instead of just cutting it into smaller pieces. You were saying how it's changed. How has it changed? Well, you know, at one time, casinos, people went them there to gamble and they went to Vegas to gamble and Atlantic City and Macau and Singapore to gamble. Well, now they go first to do some sightseeing and go see some sporting events and go mm-hmm. for dinner and shows. And then while they're there, they'll gamble. So it's gone from the number one reason to one of the lower reasons why they go. So our suggestion is not to focus just on gaming revenue, but to utilize gaming to drive tourism as one of the offerings on the buffet of fun and excitement. So it's one more thing you can do, one more reason to come, one more way to leverage tourism. Mm. And really, when you think about it, the the interest in this kind of waves, Jim. So wouldn't it be in everybody's best interest not to just focus on that aspect of it, especially with the proliferation of online gambling? I mean, you see it everywhere now. Well, you're right. And that's changing the game. That's changing the world. That's changing everything right now. So focusing obviously on the future, which is digital technology and things that are going online. Now, the good thing is before all of the online were offsite illegal websites. Well, at least now we've brought it in house where we can actually bring revenues from offshore to inside the country. So that's a good thing. And now we got to capitalize on it. And the other thing we need to look at is The model we created in Ontario is different than the model they have in Vegas and Atlantic City and other areas. In those areas, the private sector owns the casino. They get their license from the government. So they take care of their own property. They pay for the upgrades. They pay for the investments. But our model here in Ontario, the government owns the assets. And and there's very little incentive for the operator to put in major dollars. And I don't mean Mm. minor upgrades. I mean major investments of hundreds of millions of dollars. So under this model, it's probably not going to happen. Are your hands tied here? Is there much you can do? Well, I I, I don't think they're tied. I mean, obviously, and clearly it's a provincial issue. So we've been having, I will say, ongoing discussions with the province, and this has been going on for several years. And the idea is that 
what worked yesterday isn't necessarily what's going to be working tomorrow. And we need to evolve. If you don't evolve, you're going to become extinct. So what we're saying is let's not wait until it's too late. Let's be proactive and let's think about how we can maximize this so everybody wins. We don't need to have winners and losers because that's a loss. It's got to be winners and winners. So the whole idea is growing the, the, the pie bigger and and I think focusing our cannons on other markets, specifically the U.S., and get them to bring their, especially now with the exchange rate, there can't mm, be more incentives yeah, yeah. for Americans to come now that the Arrive Can app has been removed at the borders. Yeah. So if if the casino opens in Toronto, I guess it's just a matter of time, but when it opens, uh, are there winners and winners, or is that creating losers then? I mean, how do you, gra- how do you create a winner with a Toronto casino? Well, one of the things, and I got to give credit to the OLG and to the provincial government, Ministry of Finance, we opened up the OLG stage in Niagara Falls, 5,000 seat state of the art theater. Yeah. And, and I hear it's I hear it's amazing. Oh my God, Scott. Uh, we were there for Billy Joel and I didn't know his parents had their honeymoon in Niagara Falls, but they've got Pitbull and they've got Kevin Hart and Rod Stewart. And yeah. every day they announce new acts. And I got to tell you, it's probably the nicest theater in North America. No seat is more than 150 feet from the stage and they've got sawtooth seating. So everyone's got a great view. That's great. Those types of things, knowing that the number one reason people come isn't to go gambling. So bring them to town with entertainment. And while they're here, they'll stay in the hotels, they'll eat at the restaurants, go to the attractions and visit the gaming floor. These types of investments are great. So I tip my hat to OLG. That was a great decision. We just need to get more shows and do more of this type of thing. So in order, uh, you know, when the when the Toronto casino goes in, and I'm guessing that's all done, right? It's a done deal. It's going to happen. Is that accurate? Y- yes, it is. It's done. So, so what you're looking for then is something that can help Niagara Falls expand what it's doing. For example, the new theater, what have you. You're looking for more, um, uh, uh, more uh, exhibits, more to do in Niagara Falls and more support that way. Is that accurate? It is. So there's three things that we're suggesting we need to do. Number one is more, as you mentioned, more things like the OLG stage with great acts and bringing Cirque and all these tight top acts. That's number one, expanding the offering of things to do. And number two, refocus our marketing efforts and, and specifically target the U.S. audience, because mm-hmm. I can tell you the U.S., casinos along the border get a lot more Canadians than we get Americans. So that's bizarre, though, Jim. That's bizarre, Jim, considering the value of the dollar. I, well, I scratch my head too. I don't understand. And I know things are a little different there. You can get free drinks and you get to smoke. And I'm not suggesting yeah. that we allow people to smoke, but we need to at least look at the model. Why are they beating us at, at, at our own game? We had a casino first. Why are they beating us at our own game? So number two is to, to target the U.S. market. It's a massive market. We're within about a day's drive of almost half the population of North America. So even that rubber tire market. And then the third third thing I'd say is twofold. One is we're working with the province on um, expanding our airport. We have an airport in Niagara. Most people don't know. And it's mm. kind of funny because right now about 2 million people a year drive right past it to fly out of Buffalo. So if we could put our airport yeah. into play and look at the gaming model. The model they use in Vegas is very different than the model here where the operators own the asset. So they will reinvest in their own assets. It's unlikely they're going to put major funds into a government asset. So we need to look at that model and look at the ways that we can evolve and change and make it better. Is there a lot of room for uh, for Niagara Falls to grow on the footprint that it's in, Jim? 
Well, there is. We've got a lot of opportunities. We've got a lot of land. And, you know, it's funny, even though we're the number one leisure destination in Canada, we're a global icon, we get 14 million people a year. There's no reason why we can't do much better. I mean, the Mall of America gets 40 million. Vegas gets 40 million. Orlando gets 60 million. There's no reason we can't take 14 up to 20 or 25. I think that's an easy uh, a hurdle to jump over. We just need some creative thinking, some innovation. And I think some of the things we just talked about could be the key to really up in those numbers. Well, it's all certainly there. That's for sure. As I told you before, I was down in January and uh, the place looks great. It's hopping. Jim Diodati, Mayor Niagara Falls, talking about a casino going into Toronto. Jim, as always, thanks for the time. Be well. Thanks for having me, Scott. Happy St. Patty's Day. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.